0: Here we go! Welcome to this week's episode of Guardian and Gladiators. I'm your host, Losey, and always is my good friend, Dee. How are you?
1: I'm good, Lozy. How are you this week?
0: I'm doing well. Are you ready for another road trip, but this time it's a big one.
1: I packed extra snacks and some beverages, and uh, the more we drink though, the more we'll have to stop to go to the washroom. So (laughs) we'll have to have lots of little pit stops, but yes, this is a big one, isn't it? We're not just going down the 401 or the 400 this time.
0: No way. We're heading across the border this time into Colorado.
1: Yep. Did you get your test? Did you get your COVID test so you can get back again?
0: Oh, I'm going to try to get back in the three days. <laughs>
1: <laughs> It'd be cheaper that way, would it? Yeah. <laughs> All right. We well, have to drive fast because Colorado is a fair ways away. So <laughs> yes, we're heading down to Severance, Colorado, which isn't too far from Denver, a little suburb there and we're going to be meeting up with a uh, father-son combination um, this week and we're going to find out uh, some great information from them and there's a bit of a theme with a lot of the sports that that our first guest does down there and that's going to blend right into our second guest isn't it
0: oh yes it is a lot of talking about unified sports and how their programs work and now we're going to with our guest our second guest going to tell us how our unified programs work that's right Jenna Smith joins us today and we'll be speaking with her after we speak with
1: Dan and Bogan so Lucy and I will be right back after this and when we come back we will be south of the border Welcome back to Guardians and Gladiators. And our first guest, we promise you an international experience on this episode. And here we are, the first ever international guests on guardians and gladiators all the way from severance colorado and colorado is a state in the united states of america as i've been reminded here because we canadians apparently don't know our geography and we make fun of the americans for that
0: (laughs) all the way from severance
1: colorado we have logan and his dad dan frazen thanks for joining us guys
0: welcome to the show
1: how are you logan Good, 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 good. What's the weather like there?
0: Cold. Cold,
1: yeah. You had some snow already? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. We had a little bit and then we had rain and it's not quite sure what it wants to do here, but you guys are, you guys get lots of snow in the winter, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Great. Well, we're so happy you guys could join us. Uh, as we say, this is the first time we've had any guests on from anywhere outside of Canada, so it's exciting and our podcast is only about uh, seven or eight weeks old, and we think this is a great opportunity just to kind of share with some of our listeners here in Canada if there's any differences between Special Olympics in the U.S. as opposed to Canada. But I think what we're probably going to find out is it's pretty much the same thing, isn't it?
2: Yeah.
1: Yep. Absolutely.
0: What? So what? What sports do you do, Logan?
1: I do
2: unified flag football. Unified basketball, unified soccer. And I like to do those sports because I get involved with everybody.
0: Absolutely. Hey, so we, you
1: know we've been, in, go ahead, we
0: go been ahead, we've been we've been just starting getting introduced to unified sports here with our Special Olympics. Yeah. So right. it, we, we've been slowly, slowly catching up to to the rest of the world but <laughs>
1: yeah. it's it's gonna be good yeah we uh, actually our our guest um our other guest on today is somebody who's involved with the unified sports here in london in ontario and it, uh, just those you had said it's been pretty new here and um jenna is going to be joining us later and she has started it at the university of western ontario and started the Unified program up there. So it's just starting to take off. But it's great when we hear somebody like you, Logan, who is playing a lot of his sports in the Unified uh, model, which which is great. Because, you know, not only get to meet a lot of Special Olympic athletes, right? But you're meeting a lot of other people in the community too, aren't you? So, Logan, a few couple of years ago, 2019, the International Torch Run Conference was in Colorado, wasn't it? Yeah. And you were there, weren't you? Yeah. Was that kind of cool to be involved in something like that?
2: (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, that was great. Did did you play flag football that day as well? They had some football games going on, right? Yeah, I've seen a couple of uh, videos that your dad's posted there of you playing flag football. There's some speed involved there. You're pretty quick.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So I've been following some other people that I know from the U.S. that are going to head down to Orlando for the 2022 U.S. Games. Are, are you going there, or do you know anybody that's going to be at the U.S. National Games?
2: No, I don't know yet, but I'm not going there because they only do one year, I think.
3: So he went to the U.S.A. Games in Seattle. Uh, for track and field back in 2018. 2018. Uh, so he threw this gun to it and ran some relays. Nice. Um, so, yeah, he it's a lottery in Colorado. So who can be on Team Colorado for the various uh, summer games and winter games at that USA level?
1: Yeah, so. we were going to ask because we're curious no. as to how the difference in qualification is here. So, Lozie, you can speak to, to how it works
0: here. So, So here – we go by stages. So one, one stage, we will have a provincial qualifier and then after then the year after it will be our provincials and then whoever wins there goes to the nationals for like for our nationals. And then from there we go to our worlds to the worlds. So that's how we do it here.
1: So they actually have to qualify by winning tournaments in order to go there where you guys are more, it's kind of everyone gets a shot at it through the lottery. Is that right?
0: You got to
3: hit your call, your, whatever they determine is the qual for that. So the distance, the time. Right. Um, and then from there, um, if you meet that, say you get a gold medal at the state games for your your division or your bracket, then um, you get thrown into a lottery. And, ah. uh, he lucked out back in 2018. Yeah. He got himself a free ride to Seattle and actually did fairly well.
1: Yeah. What uh, what events did you take part in, Logan?
2: Uh, Shop put, 100, 200, 4x100 relay. That's it.
1: That's it. <laughs> probably have been easier if I asked which ones you didn't do. It'd been shorter, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, they got a
3: silver medal in that relay which was nice awesome. they weren't uh they weren't uh they weren't the favorites in that group
1: yeah yeah, yeah. They that's showed
3: excellent some real, some real spirit and kick some butt so
1: yes yes that must have been fun eh going to that logan yeah it was yeah fun. Okay. well we have quite a little family here when it comes to qualifying for uh for tournaments don't we so we have logan who qualified for the the national games in 2018 and then we have his father who was selected to go in 2019 to the world final leg representing the law enforcement side in the torch run right dan
3: yeah i was on team seven with a guy named Derek from London, Ontario.
1: Yeah, I've heard of him.
3: I've heard of him, yeah. <laughs> in the back of the bus with that, uh, Sergeant.
1: I know that guy. <laughs> There's a lot of time on that bus, wasn't there? So, Logan
3: was going to ask you, D. He was going to ask you, uh, do you know what Dunkin' Donuts are? The, the little donut holes, the munchkins?
1: Do you know why I know what they are? Because when I came to that international conference in Colorado... The guy who picked me up at the airport presented me with a little box of these funny-looking timbits with a different name. Little I box? Guess. That was the big box. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I might have had a few before you get off the plane. Either way, there was none left by the time we got to the hotel. So, <laughs> remember I
3: was telling you about timbits? Yeah, they're donuts. They're Dunkin' Donut munchkins. <laughs> <laughs> They gave him a Canadian name.
1: Well, you know what just came out? Funny we're talking about Tim. It's this week, they just released Tim Biebs. And Justin Bieber is promoting them. And they're Tim Biebs. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Pretty yeah. funny, eh? Yeah. I don't know. Is he still welcome down this way? I don't Do, you know. Do you know what? He, uh, he grew up just about uh, 25 minutes from here um, oh, okay. in Stratford, yeah. which is just you Know just a short drive from London. Actually, him and his mother lived in London for a while uh, when he was a baby, so he's he frequented this area a lot when he comes back to Stratford. So, there's been a lot of sightings of him around here. So,
3: his singing voice and his dancing skills are all
1: owed to a certain retired police sergeant. Ah, I might have, you know, I sent him a video once or twice. You know, <laughs> hey, you, you should put this on YouTube, you never know who'll see it, right? I
3: figured you had no kind <laughs> of talents.
1: <laughs> so dan i gotta ask you as the father of a special olympics athlete how did you first become aware of special olympics
3: well yeah so honestly i got involved in torch run um before i even had logan
1: Ah,
0: uh, okay
3: yeah so i was doing i was with a sheriff's office in northern colorado and they said hey do you want to help us plan a, a torch run uh to benefit special olympics in colorado and i said yeah me on that committee yeah and uh so we uh that sounded it sounded like a good cause and you know at the time i was you know fairly new to law enforcement and um but yeah so i kind of knew about special olympics and all the great stuff that you know all the all the good competing and sports that that folks with intellectual you know disabilities and and that could get involved in Mm -hmm. and uh and then i met his mom and uh met him and then i I got him as my son, and I uh, said, hey, when he was about seven or eight, I said, hey, you should start doing this. Uh, they got some good stuff going on here. Yeah, that's great. So that's he, uh, he started playing basketball right away with uh, just the local rec program, Yeah, an adapted sports program that did all the Special Olympics stuff. And then uh, he, he decided he wanted to try some snowshoeing. So I coached him in some snowshoeing, and he was actually pretty successful as a little guy in that. So Yeah. And then obviously uh, unified sports has been huge in Colorado for probably the last 10 years. Wow! And, uh, and then in the last three or four years, it's got into the colleges. Yeah. So high schools have been big, even the middle schools had a little bit um, and now our colleges have it. So he's uh, he's done with high school this year and he's going to go on to that university level and, and uh, still be a part of all the, all the cool stuff that special Olympics
1: has actually. Yeah. Speaking of high school, I understand there was a graduation not too long ago. Yeah, and you, Logan, graduated. Yep, good for you! Congratulations! Thank
0: you. Yeah, right on, buddy. You got
1: to go back
3: for year five, the super senior year.
1: Yes, yes, so, we call it a victory lap here.
3: Yeah. <laughs> actually, he a super senior. I said, "You're just going to go back and party," <laughs> but actually, he's in a job program and uh, he's yeah. doing some good stuff. So, but. Since COVID kind of messed up his senior year, we said, "Yeah, we'll give you a super senior year so you can uh, you can do all the fun sports and hang out with your buddies in your leadership class." And, right. Uh, he's also a singer. Oh. Uh, send you a video. Sometimes he starts the basketball games, and I think he's more excited to sing our national anthem than he is to play ball. But
1: is that right? <laughs> uh, you, you're welcome to give us a little sample here, Logan, if you want. I'm not going to put you on the spot and make you though, but if you want to, you're welcome to. He's like a
3: Colorado Justin Bieber, to be quite. Clear. <laughs> yeah, he kind of looks like
1: him too. My dad sent
2: you a video.
0: <laughs> okay, fair <clears throat> enough. We'll do it that way. <laughs> Were where's your sports affected by like the pandemic that was that's going on? Like, did you guys get shut down?
2: Yes, we got shut down. Uh, January 2020 we played basketball and that's basically it for that year and I played unified black football and that's it for the fall then the the school year like the year it got a little better of school um we we um we um, try to. We did like unified basketball. We did and U- unified flag football, then unified soccer. Then the next year they said, "Oh, let's do all the sports regularly, like unified flag football, unified basketball, and unified soccer."
3: So they kind of tried to jam them all in at once before the yeah. COVID got bad, and then we, we had to take a break. So
0: we we just started back slowly opening up our sports again yeah
1: yeah we've we've been really cautious about getting them back out here so they've had nothing for a year and a half like absolutely nothing so yeah just slowly starting to get back out there now yeah i was watching some
3: of the other states um up where our buddy mark is and yeah i mean they're all on lockdown and they've been pretty fortunate as long as they played by the rules and wore their masks and and, you know, in, in distance as well as they could. I think there's only a, a couple of us allowed to be in the in the, in the the crowd. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, they get to keep kind of rocking through it. Not a, these tournaments aren't as big as they used to be. You know? Right. Yeah, there's still be a
1: lot of people a little bit cautious about setting we'll the kids out there back. right now.
3: Yeah, I'm sure Canada will be just like the States. We'll all bounce back and we'll be even stronger. So.
1: We're getting there. We think of where we were a year ago. We've come a long way, so. yeah from now be even better so yep that's great well guys we've really appreciated you having on here it's been excellent um it's great to get a different it's great to get a different perspective and and hear some things from different parts of the world i think it's i mean dan and i you and i had an opportunity to be at something that was like worldwide and get to see how this affects everybody across the world. Sometimes we get kind of closed off in our own little area and we think that Special Olympics and it only benefits the people around us, but really the benefits are worldwide and the people that we get to see, uh, you know, enjoy being a part of this.
3: Absolutely, yeah. No, I think uh, you and I both feel that and we both saw that firsthand overseas, but um, yeah, no, it's, it's definitely a worldwide movement and I, I like to call it a revolution because I mean, everybody should be able to play sports no matter yeah. who you are. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. It's, it's cool to, to have that and, and to be a part of this. So.
1: For sure. Yeah. And I mean, we're, you know, you you get to see both sides of it there, Dan, you know, being on the Torch Run side of it as well as, you know, being a part with the Special Olympics with Logan. So that's great.
3: Well, and, and I, I make him do the Torch Run stuff too. I don't, he's probably done a, a half dozen torch runs and uh yeah. every polar
1: you guys know what polar plunges are oh, oh yeah. yes. yes yes we, we do. do yeah Lozie here loves jumping in cold water he's the first <laughs> one to sign up every year
0: but ours ours is different the first year i did mine it was mild out wasn't it like it victoria park did one year
1: yeah it wasn't too bad i mean it, we had it right beside an ice rink an outdoor ice rink so it was kind of cool We're jumping into water and they're skating on the ice rink right beside it so it was kind of a, a neat little contrast. <laughs> then,
0: then the, the second the, year the second year i did it, it was like a complete snowstorm it's it like was. ah
1: <laughs> yeah. we, had, we had two plunges, and, and the second one was about four hours later. And then the second one, we had to break up the ice on the top of it so before everybody jumped in. So that made it a real polar plunge.
3: Sounds like Canada and Colorado are really the similar when it comes to polar plunges. Yeah, we, yeah. It's your, it,
1: yeah. it's not the Abu Dhabi dip. Let's put it that way. No, we didn't. I, <laughs> we didn't
3: ice juice. It's natural. <laughs> hey,
1: uh,
3: do you guys still have hockey up there in
1: Canada? Uh, yeah. I, yes we do yeah okay
3: i, I i've seen some yeah. of it on tv i just was curious
1: yep yeah, yeah you guys you guys should try playing it at some point it's, oh, uh, it's a lot of fun should.
3: i think logan's first sport was street hockey oh um, yeah yeah we got the sticks and uh in fact yeah. his sister likes to play too and they're uh they're oh pretty yeah good at street hockey
1: That was growing up for me, Logan. That was every day you'd run home from school and you'd have a road hockey game and your parents would call you in for supper. So your team would play one man short while you were eating. Then you'd run back out and you went until they got dark and you moved the nets by the streetlights. And that was every day up here. It's not like that now, I got to say. I mean, you don't see as much of it now. No. Um, But Yeah, that was every day, road hockey out in the street. Great.
3: (laughs) I told him, I said, see, we can relate to this yeah canadian folks they're good folks we can relate to them.
1: well you guys have a guy playing for that's your colorado it. avalanche team there who's from london uh nazem kadri got traded from toronto to colorado he's playing for them and he's from right here london ontario perfect perfect
3: Born and he, he raised. Said, logan uh, went to a couple of events where he got to play some uh, some floor hockey with the uh, with the colorado avalanche nice
0: that's cool yeah, the abs,
3: are, the ABS are really good to Special Olympics college.
1: Oh, that's good. That's good to hear. Huh. Um, Lozy here, our local team, the London Knights, played last Friday, and Lozy got to drop the puck for the opening uh, ceremony of the game. Was, uh, Special Olympics night. <laughs> he was a superstar, yeah. so he hasn't shut up about it.
3: We could have Logan yeah. on the Canadian National Anthem, and we'll, we'll come up there and maybe he can uh, do a
1: <laughs> you got it you uh, you definitely you're the singer i'll have you do it for sure i'll have to send you the words though we've heard some americans sing our national anthem and they don't know the words so we'll send it to you (laughs)
0: remember remember, what's it um roseanne barb 92 Uh, world series mm -hmm. rektar song
1: a little bit embarrassing yes (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, her tv show wasn't even that good
1: so. <laughs> all right well i know you guys are off for a little uh, a little trip for u.s thanksgiving heading out tomorrow so we uh, wish you a safe trip enjoy yes. the holiday uh have a great time i know it's a big holiday there in the states. so enjoy it we'll take advantage of the black friday sales up here even though it's not <laughs> thanksgiving <laughs> <here>. <laughs>
3: You guys be safe and have a happy Canadian Christmas.
1: We will, eh? (laughs) All right. Thanks for joining us, guys. Christmases
0: are the same though. Oh really?
3: (laughs) (laughs) You get Timbits in your stockings. No, Ah, you're
1: good. All right. So thanks again, guys. We appreciate you joining us. Thank our you. first ever international guest here on Guardians and Gladiators. Awesome. All thanks. right. L- Lozie and I will be right back after this.
0: And hey, welcome back to Guardian Gladiators. And that was that was our a fantastic first guest we had. Now to our next guest. She's from the University of Western Ontario welcome to the show jenna smith
4: thank you so much hi
1: jenna how are you
4: i'm wonderful how are you guys doing
1: we're good good we're We're excited to have you on with us this week
4: thanks for having me and letting me share uh share what we've been up to with unified i'm super excited
1: good it actually worked out really well this week we the guests we just had on before you are actually from colorado in the usa yeah we're going international with our show now just in case you didn't know if you thought this was just a piddly little podcast this is actually big time that you're on you guys
4: are a big deal (laughs) (laughs) well
1: between ourselves we are anyways (laughs) anyway we were speaking with um with uh a friend of mine dan and his son logan and logan is an athlete in colorado and logan was talking to us about the sports that he's involved in almost every sport that logan plays is a unified sport and uh, they were saying in the past probably 10 years or so that unified has really become a big thing in the States. And I remember hearing that at different international conferences we've been at, that it's been building and building down there. And we're a little behind here, but it sounds like we're starting to catch up a bit and, and the unified uh, aspect of Special Olympics is really becoming a big thing around here.
4: Yeah. It's something that I hadn't actually heard about unified until I believe it was June 2018, I was at a uh, campus recreation conference at the University of Guelph and Chris Mihack, who I'm sure you're both very familiar with, uh, had a booth there with some Special Olympic athletes who were sharing what Unified was. And it was one of those things where I heard it and instantly I said, we need to do this at Western. This is something that's going to be a priority because there's so many benefits that come with the program. And, you know, as you mentioned, we're a little bit behind uh, the, the states and the program that they're offering. But while we're behind, we're really trying to push for this because there's so many benefits. And for me, bringing together post-secondary students and the learning that they get from the experiential learning opportunities and working with a special population, but also the Special Olympic athletes who now get to continue on programs uh, with people their age, especially leaving high school when those programs kind of end and they just have the, the Special Olympic Leagues. We want to be able to continue that and um I know one mom said to me they're just kind of on the couch we want to get them off the couch we want to get them involved we want to get them socialized with people their age and, and just have fun so yeah it's, since day one it's definitely been uh, a very big part of my heart and continues to be to this day nice yes. um
0: why did you decide to start up unified programs at Western
4: that's a great question Chris and I would say it's people like you um, the people who show up 100% with the biggest smiles on their faces, um, who make the world a better place, and just allow us to kind of take a step back and appreciate where we are in the programs we're running. So for me, hearing the the Special Olympic athletes share their experience working with the post-secondary students and being able to be part of the same team and feeling included, um, I think we all look to feel included in life and to be a part of something. And this, to me, really defines that. Um so from an academic standpoint, um, at that point, I was doing my master's in adult education and I'm seeing all of these red lights and flashing lights and flags going off saying, this is perfect. Um, <laughs> so for us, you know, uh, pairing up with kinesiology, with disability studies, with um, all for the teachers college, it just really made sense from an academic standpoint of being able to offer experiential learning opportunities saying, come and join this program, learn how to work with other people's, learn how to adapt your programming, how to adapt your communication styles was a big thing. But also knowing that we're going to introduce Special Olympic athletes to the university setting, to be part of campus, to be involved in their program. So it was a big win from day one. And uh, yeah, I absolutely couldn't imagine a better program we could have introduced because yeah, I truly love it more, more than you know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Now the all the or sorry the um, students who take part in this, is this all volunteer for them?
4: Yeah, it's absolutely volunteer and that's how we kind of market it to them. Um, is the ability to put it on their resume or on any applications that they're getting real life experience for things you know, whether it's physical uh, physiotherapy, excuse me, that they're looking to go into, whether it's teaching, whether it's disability studies, they're truly getting that real life situation. So when you're going into an interview question, You can say, here's what I've done and here's what I've learned, or here's some kind of adaptions I've had to make. And I understand that not the same approach applies to everyone I'm going to be dealing with in different settings. So it definitely was a very um big focus for us when introducing the program um, was to be able to just kind of share the the learning that they'll be able to take away.
1: Right. Now are you having do you have trouble getting them or are you getting a lot of volunteers?
4: I'd say at the beginning, it was a bit of a hard point because students didn't know what it was, right? Like Mm -hmm. University of Toronto did one team and that's kind of all we had. Here I'm showing up saying, we're doing this, it's going to be so great. And they're like, but what is it? (laughs) Um, So for us, you know, it was something Mm -hmm. where we knew that that first tournament we held, um, it was gonna be a one day tournament to determine is there gonna be interest from the students and is there gonna be an interest from the community, the Special Olympics community. Mm -hmm. Um, And from there, we've had people, You know, I know I listened to one of your podcasts, Sarah. Sarah's been with our program (laughs) since day one and continues to be involved. And I think (laughs) we've had people from the October 20, or excuse me, November 2018 tournament that are still with us today and they've graduated they still find ways to get involved. So right. word gets out and then we get them and we keep them, which is awesome.
0: Great. So tell me, tell me about the Western Uni- uh, the Western Unify team experience at the University and College Championship Games in Toronto of May, 2019. I was, I was there with our floor hockey team for our provincial games.
4: Ah, amazing, congrats, yeah. that was awesome. For us, it was one of those, um, it kind of came with a few different folds of number one, uh, we got to be able to highlight our unified athletes who have been there since day one and give them a different opportunity to say, you've been so dedicated, we want you to kind of learn more and and really see what unified programs all about. So it kind of came from that side. Um, and then also being able to take the Special Olympic athletes with us and to watch them um, kind of feel part of a team and be, uh, be on that group side. Uh, it was an amazing experience. I actually went through as a VIP program where I was able to go see in different programs. Um, so I walked to all of our games and supported our team, but then I was able to kind of go and see the different sports and see how we could kind of integrate it back into campus. Um, we started with basketball, but it's totally opened my eyes. We want to do potentially bocce ball, bring back some soccer, um, and look at how our programs can be more accessible. Basketball is not a sport for everybody. So, what can we do in our community? And, and through those games, it really opened our eyes. And I think it, it lit some more fires for us of wanting to really grow the program.
0: Right. What, what about thinking about bringing golf? I saw, oh. mm-hmm. I saw, I saw the unified. Golf. When I went down to uh, South Carolina with Team Canada in
4: 2015. Well, here's the thing: if you have an endless supply of golf balls for me, I will do it. But I lose <laughs> more golf balls than I go, so we're gonna have to talk
1: about that. <laughs> <laughs> nice, Jenna. When when uh, COVID hit, obviously it affected everybody, um, and it affected the Special Olympics community with their sports. Now. I know with you guys, um, it it had an effect on the in-person stuff, but you guys made a switch online real quick, didn't you?
4: We did. And again, that's just kind of, I think that's where our passion shows for what we do. It was something to me that was incredibly important. I think through the pandemic, we all struggled with that social connectedness and, you know, truly that routine and feeling um, that we had something to do or people to kind of check in with. And I knew that um, Unified was going to be a program we had to continue because of our SO athletes who were involved in knowing all their in-person programs are stopping is what can we do and how can we make this successful? So I'm going to say it probably was about a two week turnaround um, where we went for a virtual. And I think a lot of people were like, what is Zoom? How is this going to work? I even offered a training session with some parents to introduce them to Zoom and how they could get their athletes on. So we went full on um, and it actually stopped at the beginning of the year and it's just because I had to reopen the facility and it just was something that unfortunately took a back burner. Um, But our program went from in-person basketball to a weekly Tuesday night uh, session where we had dance parties, we did arts and crafts, we did baking and nutrition sessions, we did trivia, we did holiday parties, we did some sports skills and it was something where we knew basketball couldn't be covered every week so let's kind of open it up and see what some of the athletes wanted to do our unified partners led some of the sessions and it was just nice because we would even start the session by breaking out to rooms and they could just check in you know how is how's your weekend what movies did you watch did you you know make any snacks and it was a good way for our SO athletes to still feel that connection with our students and that was important because we didn't well a none of us knew how long the program or the pandemic was going to go but the longer it went the more we felt they would feel disconnected so for us we could keep them involved in the program and you know those friendships still evolving so that when the per- the program went back in person uh things would just carry on and those friendships would continue so right now unfortunately we can't have any external users on campus so what we've been doing is inviting them to our varsity game so we invited them to the varsity football game uh last friday we did a fo- uh, basketball game so little ways. And we're hoping come January, we can kind of continue uh, the amazing program. But yeah, virtual was definitely a great kind of interim um, to still see those amazing faces.
1: Good for you. Good for you. That's a that's really important to them. And and the fact that it happened so quick was excellent.
4: Yeah, it was great. And then what we sorry, and what we were able to do then is I actually offered some uh, training for Special Olympics London, and being able to int- introduce the other coaches to what we were doing and being able to encourage them to try something different, um, because it, we saw the need in the community. So it was great that we could also connect outside of, of London, or excuse me, of Western and reach out to those coaches as well.
0: Right. Are, are there any plans to expand the unified program?
4: Well, now the golf's on my list. <laughs> <pick that out. laughs> um as mentioned, yeah, we're definitely going to look at some different sports because I don't want any barriers to participation if we're running a program. Uh, so we've heard a lot of uh, feedback about soccer from those participants. And then also looking at potentially bocce ball is one. Um, we've had some parents who were very generous and as well, we did a polar plunge uh, fundraiser in February as well from our team. And we gathered some funds there. So it's going to allow us to purchase some equipment to be able to yeah expand the program. Golf clubs nice. we'll have to talk about.
1: Well, you just mentioned Polar Plunge, and you can bet that when our Polar Plunge comes back this year, which it will, we're looking at another in-person one back again this year, so (laughs) we will be in touch with you, and you can get the word out to your people, uh, because we want to make, obviously, everything that we get going again, we want to make it bigger and better than we've ever had before, because we've all been waiting. So, Jenna, before I let you go, I just want to know, for any Special Olympic athletes or or a family or friends of athletes out there that happen to be listening, how do they get involved in this? What do they need to know to, to, to get involved in your unified program?
4: Great question. We'd absolutely love to have more, um, more participants involved, for sure. Um, so right now, what I'd recommend is to email me, um, Jenna, which is jsmit575 at uw.ca. Again, that's jsmit575 at UW.ca. They can reach out, express their interest. I'd be more than happy to chat with them and let them know when registration opens. We actually are going to be hosting a holiday party soon. Uh, so you're the first to hear that. Our, none of our, uh, our mm-hmm. SO athletes have got that information. So <laughs> off the best. Uh, But just to kind of reconnect. So if we have some new faces that want to get involved. We'd love to include them in that so they can get to know the group before we return in person.
1: Excellent. Excellent. Wow, that sounds great. Something to look forward to, uh, not only in the future, getting back in person, but the near future with the holiday parties coming up. Great.
4: And if you both are interested, we can definitely uh, invite you to the party.
1: you kidding i have my uh my ho 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 shirt all I'm ready in. to go <laughs> <laughs> <They're done. laughs> for sure i don't know how we get the virtual treats though how do you get to eat those that's i guess you have to make our own then all right yeah. those of you make it i'll come pick them up once you've made them how's that okay sound good okay <laughs> jenna thanks very much for taking the time this week to speak with us it's great it's nice to to learn of the different things that are available for the athletes out there and for those that aren't aware of it hopefully they uh, get in touch with you and can reap the benefits of the Unified program. Because I think as we've talked about, I think it's something that's just going to get bigger and better as we move forward.
4: Absolutely. Well, thanks for highlighting it. I really appreciate your time.
1: No problem. All right. Losey and I will be right back after this to wrap up.
0: And welcome back to Guardians and Gladiators. Wow. Another fantastic guest we just had was not
1: it oh, this international road trip that we've been on this week is i'm exhausted i don't know about you, maybe oh, it's, yeah, maybe it's the time change. What do you think?
0: <laughs> I think so <laughs> I think so. We're a little bit of
1: jet lag, don't we?
0: <laughs> we had to fly
1: all the way back from Colorado just to get a hold of Jen back here in london and uh and i'm I'm exhausted <laughs> <laughs> Oh that was Being great it, it sure was. what a great episode um. So nice to speak with Dan and Logan. Uh, it's nice to get that perspective from the U.S. And as they mentioned about the Unified, uh, definitely definitely a big thing that is only going to get bigger here with people like Jenna that's, you know, pushing and pushing. And I can see it just taking off. And, and you know, I, I know there's, I think there's a lot of uh, uh, coaches right now that are already Western students, aren't there?
0: Oh, yeah. We got a few on our hockey team.
1: Yeah, so obviously, having things like this taking place at the university, you're not only getting people out for those events, but it's it's leading into the rest of their life, and they're becoming volunteers away from school as well. So, I mean, that's that's just good news, good news, good news, isn't it? There's nothing bad about that. It's it just gets better yep. and better. It's
0: all good. Yeah.
1: Excellent. Well, speaking of all good, our episode has been all good. I think we've had some great guests. It's been a good week. And already looking forward to next week.
0: Oh, yes. I'm always excited waiting. Like in the wait till all the weeks after we're done.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's as soon as this one's done, you're already looking forward to the next one. That's great. As long as our listeners are too. We hope that everybody enjoyed listening to us this week. And we will be back next week with some more great guests for you. And some more great information on Special Olympics.
0: Until next week, folks, have a good week.